Hey guys, my name's Kyla, and I'm your host of That Christian Girl Podcast, a podcast that's devoted to helping Christians of all walks of life be inspired and encouraged to reach their full godly potential. Thank you so much for listening today, and I hope you enjoy. What's up? It's Kyla with That Christian Girl Podcast. Woohoo! Back at it again with today's episode. So yeah, today we are going to be talking about making an impact. And I kind of just came for inspiration for this podcast episode through a few, but especially just one conversation that I had over Instagram the last few days if you follow me or if you've been paying any attention at all, this one reel went viral, like blew up, and it's insane. But I've had a lot of people share it to their story, and I've like talked to them and thanked them for sharing it to their story, or I've just had some people message me, or um, there was this one question that was asking, like, where do I start in the Bible and stuff? And then I had this amazing two different amazing conversations, but this one stuck out to me in particular, and I thought, well, both of them stuck out to me. But one of them was the inspiration for this podcast episode, and it's called Making an Impact, because I was talking to this person about how can, you know, you make an impact um, with, you know, without doing something big, because I know what I'm doing is quote-unquote big. It it is big, um, but it's also just, you know, something that I'm doing kind of for my, kind of for myself, for you guys too, um, and yes, I don't have a lot of, like, I have, it's amazing to see how God's worked through this, but also it's not, like, something that's, like, blown up and huge and stuff yet. I hope that God continues to work through this podcast and stuff, but, I wanted to make a podcast episode about what you can do that's not necessarily starting a whole Instagram or starting a podcast or going to Bible college or going on a mission trip. Something that you can do that's plausible and how to make an impact. So I am going to start with the title of this. I think I'll make this the title. But I am going to be, throughout this whole episode, talk about an analogy, um, which is like the uh, skipping stones in water. Like, skipping stone, water, lake, I don't know, does that make sense? I've skipped a few stones before, I'm not very good. I usually get two skips and then it dies. (laughs) One or two. I think my my highest was like three. (laughs) I'm not very good. But... For some reason, this just kind of stuck out to me. Yeah, and I'll talk about that a little bit later. But I have some steps. I wrote this all down today. I have some steps on how we can make an impact, how you can make an impact, how I can make an impact. That doesn't seem as big or as scary as starting a podcast. Or if you feel like you're not doing enough, I want to tell you, hey, you're doing enough. Like, you are doing things just as is. So... Without further ado, we can start it right now. Wow, that was weird. Okay, so my first step is you have to work on yourself before you can make an impact on others' lives. So 
This, in my analogy, is think of it as you finding a flat rock to skip and preparing to throw the rock. So, you can't skip a rock without finding a rock first. Um, this is going to be a little bit of a wavy analogy throughout the whole thing. But um, you picking up the rock and finding a rock um, is you making this decision to pick up your own faith and make it your own. So, this includes... How we can pick up a good rock includes make the commitment to make your faith your own and start following after Jesus. So first, you must take Jesus into your heart and place your faith in him. Like, that's the first step um, to being saved. And you just have to place, place your faith in Jesus. Little side tangent, but I've been reading Galatians and it's insane. Every single chapter, it's talking about how you're saved through faith not through works, how we don't need the Old Testament law anymore, but um, how we first, first before we can start, we must take Jesus's, Jesus into our heart and place your faith in him, to him. Um, I would not be able to do this podcast if I haven't placed my faith in Jesus. So that's definitely the first step. The next step is to get into the word. Um, to really make your faith your own and to find your own faith, you must read his, the Bible and read God's word. I know I stress about this a lot in my first episode, Holy Girl Summer Part 1, Holy Habits. So if you need help on how to start in the word or want encouragement, definitely go check that out because I give you Bible verses and practical how-tos, how to get in the word and stuff. But Get into the word. That's very important if you want to start following hard after Jesus. It's one thing to listen to, go to church, listen to sermons, listen to podcasts, be influenced by Christian influencers, uh, but you must be taking your faith into your own and putting it into your own, um, making your faith your own before you can really start making an impact with your faith. It's really easy to be like, yeah, I'm a Christian, but in reality, all of the godly things that you're getting are from an outside and you haven't made your faith your own. And another way that you can make the commitment to make your faith your own is to get into a good prayer schedule. Spending time with God just alone, you and him, is very, very important to grow your relationship in him and really find your faith in Jesus. Um... So make sure you're praying. Yeah, I think that's it for um, making the commitment to make your faith your own. And then also when... Okay. Whoa, step back. <laughs> Next, I'm going to talk about the second part about preparing to throw it. So you preparing to throw is prayer for guidance and counsel from other believers, especially if it's something big, but also prayer for opportunities to share. And I just thought of this. Um, pre preparing to throw also means really committing. This kind of goes in between. This is the in-between step. But really committing your life to Jesus and casting off the old you. Um, because if you're trying to make an impact in people's lives, but... You know, you're posting stories of you going to the club and drinking and getting drunk every weekend um, to your Instagram story. But then the next day, you know, you're posting all of these things about Jesus. It becomes confusing. 
So if you're really following after hard after Jesus, your life should show that and you should really see your life be transformed and you should want to transform your life. So having making sure that the line is clear between you and the world and you not dipping your toes into the world's culture and becoming more like the world will make people put you set you aside and make you have a bigger impact because if you, they see that your life is so different and with that even though having fun doesn't have to be sinful so they see that you have fun but you have fun in ways that isn't destructive to your health your health like physical and mental and all of that stuff seeing how joyful you can be without those things will also set you apart and make you more prepared to make an impact in others lives um it's really really easy to fall into the world's trap and become so much more like the world's where you can really misrepresent christ so part of that step one on working on yourself before you can make an impact is making sure that your life and your habits and how you're living your life reflects how Jesus would live his life. Um, a great scripture if you need to know how you can start living like Jesus is to read the Gospel of John, which tells you all about Jesus's life and how to really live for Jesus. So making sure that, you know, when you're preparing to throw you're preparing your life and making your life look like Jesus's life and not keep on falling into your own ways of like partying and drinking and all of the other really bad immoral um, sins that a lot of the world like idolizes. So making sure that your life looks way different if, or my life doesn't look that different, especially because I've been like grown up in a Christian home, so it's not like I have a complete turnaround where I was going out and partying and doing all of that stuff, and then, oh, I found Jesus, and now I'm clear of that because, well, one, I'm in high school. Two, I've grown up in a home where I've been surrounded um, by Christianity, and I'm not, I'm not um, unthankful for that. I'm very thankful, but there's definitely ways that I have I feel like in these past few weeks, especially, I have changed, and I have changed my lifestyle. Not changed my lifestyle, but changed, just changed how I out, I've put my outlook on things and just really started sharing my faith a little bit more, um, if that makes sense. But also trying to put off those bad sins, um, and trying to really set myself apart. So, I know that was a long tangent, but make sure that you make the commitment to change your life as well, and that you're making sure that your life reflects Jesus's life will really help you make an impact, because we don't want the lines to be blurry. We don't want people to see us drinking and then see us sharing about Jesus the next day. Not saying that, like, you know what I mean by drinking, like excessive drinking, getting drunk, all of that stuff, because that is not biblical. But yeah, so making sure that our life also reflects Jesus's life, because we can't truly make an impact if we're not fully living for him and fully living for Jesus and really reflecting Jesus's life. But now let's go into our second part about how 
we can prepare to throw. Um, first, you should memorize scripture or even verse locations. Um, I'm definitely not the best person at memorizing scripture, but if I kind of know where verses are to help with other things, certain things, it will make it so much easier, you guys, to share, and it will make your impact be so much more. And you can't really memorize scripture or memorize where certain verses are. Um, even if you don't have the certain verse, you could memorize, oh, I know that in, I don't know, in Galatians 5, it talks about the fruit of the Spirit, and then you can find that. Um, I couldn't really think of any examples. But if you know where verses are, then it's really much easier to really share your faith. <laughs> so make sure you memorize scripture and verse locations. And when you are getting in the word and you're memorizing, that will help so much with sharing. And you'll know what to say. You might not know exactly what to say, but you'll know things that you can practically say to make, to build up um, your words and to build up your ministering to other people and your sharing of the gospel. Um, and then a, a great way that you can do that is to make a scripture wall or a scripture mirror. And probably when I get back from my mini vacation, I'm going to take you guys through how I make my mirror. I know a lot of people do this, uh, make a little encouragement mirror or a prayer mirror, and mine needs a refresh because mine currently has three sticky notes on it, and they're all from a time that I was like really, really, really struggling, and now I feel like I need a little bit of a refresh, and I need new sticky notes and more sticky notes up there to really help with the season that I'm in right now. So having little verses taped to your mirror or just on a sticky note on your mirror or even putting it on your wall where you will see it every day will really help you memorize it. Another tip is having your phone background. My mom did this. She had like a verse of scripture but only the first letter of each word and then the location. So first she would have the actual verse and then she would do every letter, the first letter of every word of the verse, and then she would just look at her phone and try and remember the verse. And then I'm not sure if she went from like that to just the verse or whatever, but um, she said that was a great way to memorize scripture. The next thing is to pray. So first, pray for courage. It's so scary putting, sometimes, especially for me, it's so scary putting yourself out there. So pray for courage and courage to share the gospel. It's, it's scary, you guys. Trust me, I've been there. I'm like, should I share? I'm really scared to share. What if I don't know what to do? So that where comes where um, praying for guidance comes in, um, guidance on what words you can say, and then courage to say those words. Um, I don't think I have ever regretted sharing God's word with anybody, any of my friends, even if they didn't receive it, or if they're not 
or even if they weren't open to it, I've never regretted that. And I don't think really anybody has. You regret not saying more or you regret not being prepared more to share. So make sure you're praying for guidance and courage. And then also pray for opportunities to share Jesus. So this really comes in tow when you're trying to, um, when you're not really sure where to start, you should pray for opportunities to share Jesus and to share God with other people. Um, I know a lot of people talk about like divine appointments, which sounds really weird, but I guess some people pray like, hey Lord, can you just put somebody in my life? Can you make me run into a random stranger or put put a quote-unquote divine appointment in my life where you set it up so I can share the gospel with the person who needs it. You can pray for that. Um, but praying for the chance to share your, share your faith and praying for those chances. And then finally um, is your guidance. So if you feel like God has put a calling on your heart, reach out to other Christians you're close to and pray. Um, back to the prayer part. But especially if you have felt like there's a calling, make sure to reach out for guidance and see what others are saying. And then also just reach out for guidance if you're trying to share the gospel more. You can definitely reach out to adults in your youth group. Like, not well, you could reach out to your pastor, but you could also reach out to the volunteers who help at your youth group or the elders at your church or your mom or your dad or your grandma or your grandpa, whoever. You can reach out to them um, and talk to them. Either talk to them about how to share the word or talk to them about, about what you feel like God has put a calling on your heart. Um, I definitely prayed a lot um, for this podcast beforehand, because I, I definitely felt called to do it, even if that seems a little bit weird, but, uh, I felt called to start this podcast, but then also there's all of the doubts. I definitely still go through that, like the imposter syndrome. I definitely go through the, Kyla, you're sitting here and you're talking and then, yet your life looks like this and you're still sinful and you're so bad. Like, there's definitely a lot of that. But prayer has really gotten me through it. Um, and then, yeah, so <laughs> just reaching out for guidance and praying, especially for the big calling. And I'll talk about that at the very end of this episode. Wow, I can't talk. So, yeah. So, step one was work on you before you can make an impact in others' lives. So, finding a flat rock to skip and preparing to throw it. Next, step two is the first skip. So this this first little skip, once you're done preparing yourself, you want to connect with other Christians. So connect with the Christian community. And I know this doesn't sound like a big thing, but it's amazing to see how much a... I'll talk about some ideas, but how much you reaching out to other Christians in your community can make an impact on your and their lives and really help grow your faith together. So here's some ideas. So start a Bible study or a biblical book study. What I mean by a biblical book study is that maybe you aren't reading the Bible, but you're reading a faith-based book with your friends. Um, And then next, 
I don't know. This just sounds fun. Have a bonfire and worship night with, or plan a hike, camping trip, or sleepover with girls or guys from your youth group. So, like, bonfire worship night? I'm down. (laughs) And I feel like that's just such a great way to worship God and spend time with him, with your community. And I don't know. I feel like that could help other people too, especially if you organize an event like that where you could talk to your pastor about like, hey, can you get people together for a hike? And then do you think you could do like a little passage reading or like a little teaching moment at the top of the hill that that would be amazing like if you take the initiative to plan that you are definitely making an impact on those other people's lives even if you don't see it and then back to the bible study or biblical book study it was amazing i kind of talked to one of my friends about starting one at the start of this year and we kind of fell out before we were we finished the friendship fell apart before we finished the book so we actually didn't finish it but um the the weeks that we did it that was the highlight of my week 100% it was amazing you guys i it was amazing <laughs> and i feel like i grew in my faith and then It was so amazing just to read a book with these two girls and really get into, really talk about our faith together. And I feel like that helped me grow and hopefully helped them grow as Christians. So even if that didn't seem like something big, it was definitely making an impact on my life and their lives. So that was my little tidbit. So that's step one, which is the... No, step two. Oh my goodness. Step two, which was the first skip. And then now step step three is the second step. So second skip. So this is going out to the broader community. So here's a few things that you can do. Um, there's the quote-unquote passive sharing, which means share posts, Bible pics, or verses to social media. So like Instagram so- stories or, you know, make a TikTok about it. One thing, though, is that you might have to be prepared to have some backlash. Maybe. Depends. So, I was reading Colossians with a group of girls in the morning during school. Um, and we were reading Colossians 3, and I did a little bit of a Bible journaling. So, I took a picture of it, posted it to my Instagram story, and I was mainly just focused on... The it was such a cute photo, you guys. I don't think I even have it anymore, but it was like the coffee and the Bible, and the main focus of it was a little Bible journaling that I that did that I did that said, "Let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts," and like rule was in a little crown. It's amazing, but underneath it was another note that I made that wasn't the main focus of the picture at all, but it said. To, um, two-way street, wives should submit, wives submit to your husbands, and husbands love your wives, and halfway through the day, I get a DM, like a reply to my story from a girl that I know, um, and she said that, yeah, you'll never catch me submitting to a guy, and submitting to a man, or whatever, and I was like, 
what do I say to this? This this is so weird. Like, why did you feel inclined to share that? Like, I was just, it was just a cute picture. I didn't think anybody would get mad at me for that. Um, and I was just thinking, how, how do I respond to this? And I didn't. And I think sometimes that's the best way to deal with things, especially people trying to attack you. Uh, for your faith, there's two ways that you could go about it. You could respond and you could show them like the love of Jesus and be like, I could have responded and be like, yes, I understand that. Um, I didn't mean to upset you because this, I just thought this was a cute picture and this is what I believe in and I don't want to force you to believe in it either. Or you could do what I did and you just don't respond. You don't, you don't, what's the word? Yeah. <laughs> You don't interact with them. Um, so sometimes you don't have to respond. And yeah, you don't have to. But you'd be surprised what sharing sharing things to your social media stories can do. Sometimes people will skip through it. I'm definitely that kind of person. But if I know the person, I'll watch their stories and I'll look at what they're posting. And I know not everybody does that, but it's a great way to just have a little bit of like a quote-unquote passive sharing. Um, <laughs> yeah, okay, and then the next thing is to look for opportunities to share with your friends, um, especially the struggling ones. So sometimes they won't open their hearts, um, but prayer is very important because your job isn't to change their hearts, it's to share and plant seeds. You can't, you can't do God's work. You can't miraculously convert them into Christians. You, you can't. But, um, God will work in them if, if it's meant to be. And just thinking that you've planted that seed that's great. Um, I remember I had this struggling friend this year and me and um, this other friend, she was really, really struggling and we were both, we're both Christians and we were like looking at each other. We we're like, do we share this? Do we not? Oh no. Um, and then I was the first one to start sharing and I was just like, I completely understand what you're going through like I've struggled so much and I don't think I'd be here or be as joyful or be as happy if I don't have Jesus um because this friend knew the unbeliever knew how much I have struggled or I am struggling and it was just kind of me and my friend like backing each other up the whole time but that was such a good opportunity and even if that didn't change her heart it was great um to share that with her at least to try and plant that seed and she's not a christian but at least you know that you've tried you've tried and you've shared your faith and you've tried to plant that seed um, I feel like there's so many people struggling, and especially if you have another Christian friend with you to tag, like, piggyback off of, you know? Especially if you have that. But just making sure to share 
with your friends, especially those are, who are struggling. And then also, the third thing is to be... Sorry, it's really loud in this house. Um, the third thing is to be willing to answer questions or share your faith with those who have questions. With sometimes when we're Christians, well, not sometimes, all the time, all of the time, we should be set apart. It even says this in the Bible, um, how we, we're different and we are called to be set apart and we are called to be different and how once we have been born again, people will see that difference. Again, I need to work on my Bible memorization because I do not know where this is in the Bible, but I know it's in there at least multiple times, but I should have looked this up before so I can tell you guys the actual verse. Um, but it talks about how we're set apart and we're different from others and how that should really show. Um, and some people will ask you questions about that. Some people will be like, hey, I know you've been struggling so hard, but how do you stay so joyful? Like, I would be long gone if I were in your position how do you stay so joyful? Or how do you handle things with such grace? Or, wow, I have, wow, you don't curse ever. Like, that's really weird. <laughs> Not that's really weird. But, like, I've seen, you seem different, and I want to learn more. So being prepared to answer those questions if they arise. Okay. Whew. Got that done. Now, so that was step three, which is the second skip, which is um, sharing with others outside of the Christian community. And then our fourth step is to keep it going. So this is where the, the skipping stone analogy really comes in play. I was just thinking about this last night. It was so weird. But it was this really... I don't know how, but I was reminded of a speech that I had heard because I'm in speech and debate, and this one girl was talking about kindness, and she used this analogy, but she was talking about how her dad said that even if you can't see the ripples anymore, they keep on going until the end of the lake. Like, the ripples just keep on getting bigger and bigger and bigger through, through the whole lake, even if you can't see them. So, um... Ripples, the ripples of our impacts continue on even if we don't see them. Um, so this is called the ripple effect. I'm pretty sure this is a thing. <laughs> but it's about how our one thing that we do Im can impact people from our close friends to outer to even more and more and more. And how we don't see a lot of that, how much... We could impact a person and not see it. I was definitely talking about about this, I think, to the one person on, on Instagram. I was like, sometimes we don't see how much of an impact we're making, but we are making one. Um, and you might not think you're making an impact, but you may be. You may be a person that's that another person looks up to because you're sharing your faith on your Instagram stories, and they're like, wow, I want to be more like you, um, and you might help inspire them to post more about their faith, even if you're not even realizing it, you might inspire them to post about their faith, um, yeah, 
I think, was it one of my friends? Or at least it was a girl that I follow? I think she posted a picture of her Instagram story and it was a picture of her Bible. And I felt inspired to post pictures of my Bible after that. It's amazing to see how much impact you can have on social media, which is like very passive or just with your words or whatever else. Um, how much of an impact you can have on other people's lives, even if you don't know it. So God will work through your efforts, um, no matter how, how small of an effort you think it is or how small of a impact you think you're making, God will work through it. And you should always be looking for opportunities to either serve or share. So serve others, um, and that really impacts, like, serve your church, that impacts your church, or serve others, um, that really impacts other people, or just sharing the good news, it will impact. So look for those opportunities to keep it going. Keep that rock skipping. Make it skip as much as it can, and then also let the ripples, ripples flow out and keep on flowing. Because, because all you can control is the rock, so you found that rock, um, the rock is your faith, you made it your own, and then you're preparing to share your faith by praying and stuff, and then you're, and then you throw that rock out, and the first skip is your Christian community, and then the second skip is wider community, and then the skips after that, you just keep it going, and that's all you can control, but after each skip, you see the ripples, and that is the effect that you have, and then those ripples go different, deeper than you can ever see, and then that you can ever know, because you don't know how you're impacting someone, and you may, something that you post may impact someone, and you don't even know it, so it's just really important to know that there is a ripple effect even if you can't see it um you can't see those underwater ripples that keep on going until the edges of lake the lake you can't but they're there it's proven so they are there and they just keep on going and yeah so those ripples really affect people now we're going to step question mark because big splashes. So these, this is how can I make a big impact? Because I know a lot of you might be thinking, well, Kyla, you said that my little things that I do can make an impact on people's lives, but I want to do something big. You don't have to. You do not have to do something big or have a thousand followers on Instagram where you just on your faith-based Instagram where you just share Christ-centered stuff. You don't have to have like this huge worldwide impact. If you do, amazing. But I don't want you to think that you have to. Um, I remember this person being like, I wish I could be like you. I'm like, but you're sharing stuff to your story. You're sharing your faith to your story. That is 100% a start. There is something there. And that is important. So, um, I just wanted to remind you guys, God doesn't measure your worth on how many people you convert, well, quote-unquote convert, how many people you share the gospel with, 
or if you devote your life's work to him, you should devote your life to him. But he doesn't expect you be to become a missionary and share the gospel to a bunch of people in some third world country to have his favor. No, as it's said, you are saved by faith, not works. So as long as you put your faith in him, you are saved. And God doesn't measure you based on your works. Guess who's going to look in her Bible? Because I just read this. It talks about how he doesn't show any partiality on how I think maybe that's why I was thinking of like how how a person how much a person does. He doesn't show partiality to that. He just cares that you've placed your faith in him. Like I am no more saved than you are and you are no more saved than I am. Um 100% our works do matter and we need to glorify him with our life um because we should love him and we should serve him out of our heart and out of our desires and we desire to be more like him but he does not care how much of an impact you may make how many people you may convert how many thousands of people you may share the gospel with if you have shared the gospel with one person and seen them grow and thrive and really become a great christian that is such an impact and it doesn't matter if you go on a missions trip for 10 years of your life or you start a podcast it doesn't so making sure that you know that god doesn't measure your worth on how many you share the gospel to and how big of an impact you make on other people's lives um you definitely need to be sharing the gospel because we're all called to that but just a reminder that you shouldn't feel less worthy or of less worth than me because I have a podcast um, where I'm sharing my faith and and you shouldn't have to feel like you have to do something like that because you don't. Okay, but if you feel like you've been called to something, go back to step one. What was step one again? Pro work on yourself before you can work on others' lives, especially the preparing to throw the rock part. So with the big splash, you need to prepare to throw the rock into the water, and this means so much prayer and so much guidance. I would not, I definitely went to prayer with this, with this podcast, like, especially with all of the doubts. I... I stopped listening to them. I was like, okay, well, Kyla, you've been called. But there was definitely a week of just straight prayer every single night. Is this what you mean for me? And just making sure to ask the Lord if that's what he wants for you, especially right then in the season that you have. But yeah, asking him if that's what he call is calling you to. And then also if you're stuck in a season where you're like, well, I don't feel like I'm doing anything. Ask him for opportunities, even if it's not a big splash moment, but ask him for opportunities for you to share and for you to make an impact or ask for, ask for, I don't know, calling or whatever. Um, but once you've gotten your guidance and once you pray, you have to start. So don't let fear win. And then I drew a creepy little smiley face, smiley winky face next to this, but I definitely needed this step. 
I definitely needed this thing when I started this podcast um, because I was starting to let my doubts win. And then I just was like, well, you know what? I don't care. I am not going to let fear run my life. And I'm going to start this podcast because I feel like this is something that I have been called to do and that I should do. So I didn't let fear win. And I was like, "Uh -uh uh-uh-uh, doubts, uh -uh uh-uh-uh, fear. I'm going to start this. And you just kind of just have to start. And then uh, my number two thing is it'll take work. So be prepared. I still don't think I was as much prepared as I should have been for this podcast. Because um, it it's taken work, you guys. And it's and I need to get better at scheduling, especially posting. Except for this vacation, little me has had lots of time downtime so I can definitely post but I definitely should have been more prepared for how much work this this would be so making sure that you're prepared be prepared remember that sometimes a big impact all of the time making a big impact is going to take a lot of work yeah so those are the big impact things but then back to previous discussion This is a little reminder for you guys. The small things count. Um, It may feel like you're not doing enough or not doing much, but they count. God will work through your efforts. And I want you to know that it's amazing if you share things to your story, if you talk to your friends about Jesus, if you plan events with a group of girls, if you make that impact because... I know that my Wednesday Bible, Wednesday morning Bible study sessions, that really helped me. And I know I probably wouldn't have gone, done something like that if the quote unquote leaders of the group hadn't had organized that. Like they took this initiative to organize that and that definitely influenced my life. And I think it was a good thing for their lives too. And then the other girls that were in that too, I think they enjoyed it as well. So even if that doesn't seem like they were making a big impact, I want to tell you, and I don't think they might be listening to this, but (laughs) I want to tell them that they definitely made an impact on my life. So making sure to really know that the small things count and even if you don't think that you're doing enough or you're making a big enough impact you are like if you're sharing things to your story you are farther along than I am especially with my personal account sometimes I get a little worried I get a little stressed and like oh no what if I get backlash girly if you're sharing things to your story you're further along than me in some points. Um, so, and that's definitely making it an impact. I know when people share things to their stories, especially like faith-based things, it encourages me. It encourages me to remember, hey, there's others out here. There's other girls who are also following after Christ. And it's such an encouragement to me as a believer. And I'm not sure what unbelievers think but I think you can make an impact on the unbelievers lives too so that was kind of long but I'm going to just quickly go over all of the steps again step one on making an impact is to work on you before you can make an impact in others lives um step two is your first skip on the water 
So connecting with other Christians. Um, so organizing things with Christian communities to really help others and yourself grow in your faith. Step three is the second skip, which is you're sharing to others outside of the faith. So posting things on Instagram, looking for opportunities to share with friends, and then also being prepared to answer any questions that people might ask. And then step four is to keep the walk going, keep it skipping. So um, we talked about how you should be looking for more opportunities to serve your church or serve others and then also share your faith um, and then also always be willing to share your faith and then also we talked about the ripple effect where you know you and your impact is a stone and you can see the ripples off of it so that's the impact that you can see and then there's a lot of other ripples underneath it that nobody can see um, but ripples that you can't see that are still making an impact from your one little thing it's crazy to see how much one little thing can impact others lives or it's just crazy crazy to see that so yeah oh i remember here's my little thing if you're worried about sharing your faith straight out one thing that i did which was really funny it was so cute though the girls were so nice um because i know two girls in the grade below me that both are christians and I, one day, I was feeling discouraged, and I was like, well, what if other people are feeling discouraged? So I made a little, a little sticky notes, and I wrote little encouraging words, or a verse, and like, Jesus loves you, and all of that stuff, and then I stuck a few around the school, and it was so funny, because the two girls found them, and I guess they texted each other pictures of them, and they were like, was this you? And then they were both like, no! And then they both thought it was me, because they were like, oh, that has to be Kyla. So this one girl asked me then, she's like, was this you? And I was like, yeah, and she said that that just made her day, and it was crazy to see that you know, other people, a day after I put them up, you know, were looking at them and they were already Christians, but um, how that had encouraged them. And I hope that maybe a girl who is having a bad day or just somebody rock bottom, it's kind of scary, just not scary, but concerning to see how many girls go into the bathroom. I do this too, but have her, are having a bad day either you know, just need to sit in a bathroom stall to collect your, their thoughts. Or on some of the bathrooms, people will take, like, pencils and write things. And I'm like, you guys are struggling. So having, like, a little sticky note that maybe they saw in the bathroom stall when they're going through a hard thing will really help them. And then also another thing. Oh, goodness. I don't know what it's called, but... Um, I was listening to this one podcast, and this woman was talking about little sticky notes that she, not sticky notes, little, like, business cards, but they're, like, greeting cards that have a website on them, and on one side, it says, like, make an impact or something, and then the other side, it has link, and then they follow the link, and they, no, I don't think it says make an impact, but it says something on one side, and then the link, and then they'd follow the link, and then it would come up with a web page that really talks about um, Jesus's 
life and all of the other things. So I think I'm going to try and find that after I'm done with this episode. But she was talking about how it, she doesn't just leave it wherever, but if she's seeing somebody, she can go up to them and she can be like, I see you, like, here, let me help you. Or she helps somebody and then she says, Jesus loves you and gives them the little card because she keeps them in her purse. She said that she felt, like, inclined to go help a person um, and she'd give them the card. So it's just amazing to see how much your little things can make an impact. And I want all of you to remember that at the end of this episode is that even if you're not doing something big or even if you're not doing something that seems large, you are still making an impact if you're actively trying to share your faith with others and organize things with your Christian friends or and all of those other things. So, yeah. Thank you guys so much for listening and I hope you enjoyed today's episode. I will see you guys next Tuesday. I'm not sure what the episode's going to be about, but there will be one next Tuesday. So I hope you guys all enjoyed, and thank you so much for listening to the end. Bye! I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Thank you for listening to the end, and don't forget to follow me on Instagram at thatchristiangirl.podcast. I'll see you in the next one!